News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Now, the doll returns this week. One man who is now in a new portfolio in government is Simon Coveney, who's taken up the role of Minister for Enterprise, Trade and Employment. Uh, he joins us now. Minister, uh, congratulations on the new position. Uh, I was reading in the Irish Examiner, you, you got a briefing document when you started warning the housing crisis, energy costs and the security of supply were making Ireland less competitive uh, in securing new investment. What, um, in your new role, can you do to help address those issues. Yeah, well, first of all, I mean, when you uh, when you move into a new ministry, you get a, a full brief on on all the challenges that you're facing and all the opportunities and so on. And so that's what's being quoted now, which is which is fair enough. But I think that you know the starting point in terms of Ireland's position globally now uh, and and domestically in terms of job creation and competitiveness is very very strong. I mean, if you look at the IDA numbers. They created last year an extra 24,000 jobs. So they're now, IDA companies are now employing well over 300,000 people. And then today we're launching the figures for uh, companies that are working with local enterprise offices, Mm. Leo offices, who last year uh, created uh, almost 8,000 jobs, but there was a net gain of about 3,500. So, you know, the Irish economy is creating a lot of jobs. Uh, lots of companies still want to come here from other parts of the world to build international business out of Ireland. Uh, the housing challenges that this government faces and, uh, and is determined to tackle uh, is potentially impacting on our competitiveness internationally and our capacity to be able to bring people here uh, to work, whether that's on, on work permits or whether it's people coming from other parts of Europe uh, wanting to be part of the Irish economic growth story. But look, you know, this is... In some ways, uh, it's, a, it's a big challenge of prosperity because a lot of people want to come to Ireland, because our population is growing, because there's a lot of job creation, uh, we're virtually at full employment. Um, that means that uh, uh, other areas are under pressure and certainly housing is one of those. Okay, uh, we're on track for a record uh, trade surplus uh, exports, I think in the, in the first 11 months up 27% in the same period, uh, according to the, to the CSO. Just given the um, the challenges out there in the international uh, economy, are, are you confident that we can continue that level of growth? Yeah, I mean, look, there's a, there's a number of reasons why the value of Irish exports was just so strong last year uh, in value terms. I mean, if you take, you know, agriculture and agri-food, for example, you know, the export figures for last year are over 16 billion euros. I mean, I, I can remember when I was a minister for agriculture when we were trying to break 10 billion. Um, uh, and that was seen as a huge achievement at the time. Um, some of that, I think, is attributed to, uh, to to prices going up. Uh, I mean, the price of everything has increased over the last 12 months, including the value of the uh, of the goods that we export. Some of that is about commodity prices, but more of it is about Ireland getting better and better at adding value to product here uh, before we export it. But, you know, the exporting sector in Ireland has been extraordinarily strong through, I mean, you know, let's, let's not forget the, the challenges and the headwinds of last year uh, that companies had to overcome. And yet still we're seeing very, very strong export figures. That's coming from the multinational sector, but it's also coming from Irish companies too. Um, you know, if you take the, the EI client base alone, uh, their their export value last year was over 30 billion euros. So, you know, this is this is what in many ways is paying for everything in Ireland. Uh, it's a reason why we have a, uh, we had a surplus last year. It's a reason why we've been able to support families 
uh, in terms of paying their energy bills. It's the reason why we're, we've more than doubled the housing budget. It's, it's the reason why we've dramatically increased our health budgets as well. Um, and, that, you know, I think perhaps in Ireland there's not always enough focus uh, on, on where the source of uh, the resources uh, that government needs to deploy to help people and support people in their homes and in their businesses. Okay. Um, and we need to keep Ireland uh, as a competitive place to do business. We need to ensure that we have policies in place that keep our economic growth story strong and growing so that, of course, we can afford to do all the other things, some of which you've been sp- uh, speaking about this morning. Um, and um, that is that is effectively the you know the, the the basis by which the government can take action uh, to support people when they're in difficulty. All right. Uh, before I let you go, uh, Minister, can I just ask you about the uh, the issue concerning your colleague uh, uh, Pascal Donoghue? Uh, given there was a clear failure of compliance on two separate occasions uh, from Pascal Donoghue, is his explanation of what happened uh, is it remotely credible? Do you think? I think it is. I mean, I think I think Pascal gave a very detailed explanation as to what happened on Sunday. Um, um, you know, I know that he has worked hard to try to fully understand what happened at that time. Because let's not forget, I mean, this is this is about the general election in in 2016, uh, when uh, his constituency in Dublin Central was offered assistance uh, to to uh, to put up and take down posters. Pascal Donoghue, uh, but neither the constituency nor Pascal paid for those services um, uh, and, uh, and weren't aware of, uh, of the cost of them at the time. So, you know, you know he, uh, I think he explained that in some detail. Of course, now he, he wants to let SIPO uh, do, their, do their job, uh, and I'm sure Pascal will be more than willing to to answer any any further questions that people oh, okay, have, okay. Because an obvious um, an I, obvious further question would be when he was uh, when this issue was raised with him by the media last by the Irish Independent, I think it was last November. Why didn't he at that point investigate it further? It was only when SIPO started to make an investigation that he looked into this. That that is that is a failure of omission on his part, a serious failure of omission, surely. Well, I mean, look. He, you know, this was this this was um, uh, 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 this this happened back in in 2016. It did. Um, um, you know, he was clear in his statement that um, that 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 offer of assistance uh, to put put up and take down posters was made. Um, um, uh, there, there wasn't any payment made by the party or him for those services. Um, it was only when he started to look in detail um, uh, and obviously ask questions as to who paid for what and so on that that he's established uh, the numbers. And now he's he's apologised um, mm. and said that he'd like to have done this earlier, uh, and he's corrected the record fully. Um, you know, I think he's he's done yeah. what he can in that regard, but oh. he's also accepted that he made a mistake here, and, and, um, and he, he should have done more. Maybe last November when this issue was raised uh, by by the media with him. But perhaps I mean, you know, Pascal will have to give the explanation as to why that didn't happen. But I think he's um, the important thing is that he's fully corrected the record. Now we have an investigation into what's happened to provide clarity from SIPO, and I think we should allow that okay. to take its course. Uh, and you know, and fair the right enough, and, and, in, in terms of separating himself from that. Yeah, uh, fair enough. And, and I'm sure. Look, you're not uh, au fait with all the details of of of, of what 
what is a, an issue that relates to another politician. But just very, very finally, this, some people will find it a bit of a stretch to regard it as two donations in one. You know, the van being a separate donation from the uh, the, the the four individuals. I think it is, uh, or was it six individuals uh, who worked on uh, on putting up and putting down the posters. Some people say two donations. That again, that's a bit of a stretch of credibility. Yeah, but, but I mean, we are talking about trying to put a value on what the use of a commercial van for a certain number of hours would have been. I mean, uh, and you know, the value that's been put on that, I think, now is 140 euros uh, back in 2016. Yeah. Uh, and he's now put that as part of a declaration that's been corrected. So, I mean, I, I think we, you know, we do need to have some context here as well. Um, um, but, but look, you know, SIPA will do a full investigation. Um, I, I'm sure there'll be a lot of focus on that investigation when it concludes. Um, and, you know, I've, I've known Pascal Donahue for a long time. Um, you know, he's somebody who everybody has an awful lot of time for in politics for all the right reasons. Uh, he holds himself to a very, very high standard. Um, uh, and, you know, this, this, was, a, this was a mistake. Uh, he's, uh, he's put his hand up on that and he's given, I think, a credible explanation in terms of what's happened and he's corrected the record and obviously, we'll um, you know we'll await the um, uh, the full review from SIPO um, uh, 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 and answer any further questions that may arise from that. Okay, Minister for Enterprise, Trade and Employment, Simon Coveney. Thank you for talking to News Talk Breakfast. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman in association with Air. Weekday mornings at seven on News Talk.